Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Digital trends show up every day in business decisions and actions. West Monroe is the number one strategic partner translating technology into financial value for companies. The This Is Digital podcast applies West Monroe's two decades of secrets and best practices to your business's benefit. Favorite past topics from the last three seasons include how AI and the next generation of employees are shaping the workplace, becoming a product company, Highmark's journey, and what does it mean to put the customer first? Learn more at westmonroe.com. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's a really special week of Good Morning Football because we are live from Munich, the site of soon to be the first NFL game ever played in Germany. We are in Marienplatz. It is the center of Munich. Welcome inside Good Morning Football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. As mentioned, live in Munich all week. Today is just Monday, November 7th. I'm Jamie Erdahl's Kyle Brandt. Hello. Super Bowl champion to my left, Jason McCourty, and a former New York Giant, the first German player to ever score a touchdown in the NFL, Marcus Kuhn. Marcus Kuhn. Herzlich willkommen hier uh, in München. In Say what? Yeah, genau. Ich, uh, I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Seriously, welcome to my home country. Thank How about you. that? Thank Thrilled you. to be here. Uh, Love it. Peter Schrager is going to join us later in the week. But Marcus, yes, just quickly, what do you do now to stay engaged with the game in the NFL? So anything kind of that has to do with American football in Germany, is it from the league side, from the PA side, uh, support the Patriots kind of on a commercial expansion, but also on a media expansion here in Germany, been broadcasting games, a few Super Bowls as well. So mm. anything football in Germany. Um, Marcus I'm, Kuhn is all over it. Well, let's have a little ceremonial start okay, to our show it. here. Guten Tag, time for the lead block. Lead block. Lead block. Oh, Kyle, and what do you go got for from us? Munich to Missouri. <laughs> Titans, Chiefs, guys. Spoiler alert, Patrick Mahomes throws 68 passes in this game. Record is 70. Just doing what the Chiefs do, stacking wins, getting it done in overtime, 20 to 17. And afterwards, Mahomes says, look, we'd love to be all razzle-dazzle and everything, but a dub is a dub. In the battle, these are the the playoff games. These are games you're going to need if you want to try to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, we want to be that that high-flying, scoring every time we're out there on the field. But I think with the schedule that we've played, we've won all different type of ways against a lot of great football teams. So uh, we show that we can do it in different ways. But uh, we got to keep it going. we got to keep building, keep getting better offense, defense, special teams, uh, and try to prepare ourselves to go out there and win the AFC West. Patrick Mahomes, absolutely lethal. He has now won five straight games where he has trailed at halftime. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Come from behind King 
What do we make of that win for the Chiefs? For me, it's how good Patrick Mahomes is. And I think sometimes we forget how well he plays with his feet. Mm. In his game last night, he threw for over 400 yards. Two receivers had 10 catches. So he spread the ball around. He does what he always does. But it was his running on that drive to tie the game up. Mm -hmm. A 20-yard scramble, and he scrambles for a touchdown. Then the two-point conversion, and there's so many good rushing quarterbacks in our league, whether it's Jalen Hurts. We talk about Josh Allen, how angry he runs. He's jumping over people. Justin we saw Fields. Justin Fields, Fields, who had a record-setting day we'll on Sunday. Him. Patrick Mahomes, he only had 60 yards on the ground, but in the moments that they needed him most, he steps up and finds a way to make a play for this team. And that's what we've come accustomed to seeing from him, and that's what makes the Chiefs so lethal because you don't know how they're going to beat you. Jeffrey Simmons for the Titans said after the game with Mahomes, the play's never over, the game's never over. It doesn't matter where this team is, how far down they are, what point in the game Mahomes finds a way to get it done and he's just so fun and exciting to watch when he's scrambling, he's bouncing off people, spinning. We've seen him do it when he's running and he scrambles around, throws the ball. It's just exciting. Patrick Mahomes is that good and it always has the Chiefs in the conversation. I know we talk a lot about Packers Mahomes and the offensive effort, but come on. I mean, defense wins championships, and, and in this fall, the game as well. So what they did in overtime, I think, tremendous job. And Kansas City Chiefs are not always that exciting, not a high-scoring offense every single time. It's the defensive effort on the mm -hmm. other side. Being able, after only scoring a field goal on offense, the mm -hmm. Titans had all the chances in the world to sure. actually win this game. You know what? They held them to zero points at the end, and this way, the Chiefs actually win and come home with a the W. Absolutely. They shut the door. Derrick Henry was less so in the second half, and over time, they managed to find a way for him. But here we go, Chiefs 6-2, and two, yep. just cruising, no problem. Story time, I felt like the Chiefs yesterday. Uh, I flew in yesterday here to Munich, Germany, mm -hmm. and I'm very fortunate. I have a gentleman who picks me up at the airport and puts me in the car, and we're driving from the airport to Munich, and we're just cruising, and I notice we're looking out the window, like, we seem to be going along at a pretty good clip. <laughs> I'm like, are we going really fast right now? And I look at the speedometer. Now, we got the metric system here, so yeah. I don't. it doesn't really register for me. The speedometer says 183 kilometers per hour. I'm like, oh, what is that, 90? I go into my phone. The guy's doing 113 miles per hour. 113! And it doesn't even feel like 113. Yeah. It feels like 65. Everybody's going that fast. Everybody is. I'm not blasting past people. Everyone's doing 113. Moving with traffic. That's it. And so I kind of felt like the Chiefs. Like, they're doing 113. It's it's not like blowing everybody away, because there's so many other stories we're talking about, but you don't even notice they're 6-2. and two. A year ago, they're 4-4 four and four at this mm -hmm. point. Yeah. They're better than they were with Tyreek. They're better than they are in the standings. And, like, they're the team that's, what is it, 183 kilometers per hour, and we're used to them doing 300. So it's like, it just loves you a little bit. They're tied for the best record in the AFC. Now the Bills have the tiebreaker, but the Bills have their own issues we'll get to later. And it's he threw 68 passes. It's fine. The record is 70, by the way. It, and he almost hit it. They win. It's ugly. Who cares? Mm -hmm. They're going to get to their destination. A nice, smooth ride. They got a little mineral water. They got a little mint, if you want it. It's a comfortable ride for the Chiefs, and you don't even realize. You think it's all rocky. The, the offense can't figure it out. 183 kilometers per hour, and it's smooth. And let me ask, your driver, white-knuckling the, the steering wheel at all? Oh, my God. The guy was never more tranquil. I feel like I was in a spa. He had a cucumber on his eyes and did the you say, Did you say anything? Like, whoa, whoa, this is kind of going fast. Well, I or? said, is this the famed Autobahn? He says, yes, yes. <laughs> it's the Autobahn. You can go 300 kilometers per hour. So he was actually going slow a little bit. So this guy was the coolest guy in the room, and he was the Patrick Mahomes of the yes, Autobahn. Yes, that's I what that. I mean, is that when Patrick Mahomes plays the way, not white-knuckling, he doesn't no. freak out. The Chiefs Show have him. come from behind five times already. Five straight wins. He's had coming from behind and once again it feels like every other game the Chiefs are setting a record offensively whether it be you know pass attempts completions what have you this one was another one it was eight eleven different Chiefs players caught a ball from Patrick Mahomes it ties a record that they had held already but 
to me, it wasn't uh, Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. It was Juju Smith-Schuster. I think he needed to have a bit of a breakout game, and he did. 10-plus uh, receptions for him. His first game with 10-plus since 2018. I mean, for a, a mm. wide receiver as talented as he is to have signed, there was a lot of expectation, I think, for Juju Smith-Schuster coming into this offense, especially with Tyreek Hill leaving. And mm. it, it had been a disappointment is kind of a heavy word to use for him, but it just not the spark, I think, that maybe I've expected with him playing with Patrick Mahomes. But he said it in the sound, Mahomes did. This is how you have to learn to win oh, yeah, games to win a Super Bowl. You have to have guys like all of a sudden Smith Schuster just casually, like in a divisional round game, he has 13 catches game. for 140 yeah. yards. Like, well, yeah, he did that back in week nine. Yeah, Noah Gray is making yes. a yeah. huge catch. Yeah. Noah Gray, right. that's where we're at. Exactly. Canarius Tony had two of them. He did. That was he did. he was out there. He was playing. Right, exactly, exactly. All right, let's get our latest from around the league for our NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport, ah. who is back stateside because news breaks. He's got to stay on it, Rap Sheet. Uh, Ian, V Gates, which is, what is that? How are you? How are you? What's, what's happening? Tell us about the news. I'm good. I can't respond in German, but we'll go with English for this hit at least. Let's talk sure. about Odell Beckham Jr., no doubt the top free agent, still available and still trying to get back to full health. Really close, but my understanding is his timeline is about early December for a signing, and the Dallas Cowboys, who made a big run at some speed receivers right before the trade line, deadline, did not end up with any of them, but not for lack of effort. They have Odell Beckham firmly on their radar. They're among the teams that have checked in on his ACL rehab. They have interest, and they are expected to make a run at him, along with some other teams, including, by the way, the Buffalo Bills, potentially the Giants. We'll see if the Chiefs get in the mix, his old team, the Rams. There's going to be several of them, but potentially the Cowboys and Odell here. Meanwhile, a couple injuries we are keeping track of today. Aaron Jones, the Packers star running back, went out with an ankle injury, did not return. My understanding is he got x-rays, but they were inconclusive. So he needs more imaging today, an MRI, perhaps a CT scan to get to the bottom of what is going on in his ankle, what caused him uh, to leave this stadium. Not 100%. We'll see his availability going forward. And then there's Josh Allen. You guys mentioned the Bills. Josh Allen, one of the final plays of the game, got his elbow hit by Bryce Hall, one of the Jets' pass rushers. Fumbled, obviously, and, and seemed to hit his elbow. Said he was in some slight pain. Said we'll work through it, we'll be okay. And actually threw a dart, like a bomb, right after that. But still, it is a quarterback, it is an elbow. We will be monitoring this one to see how he is going forward. It was a scary-looking play, so for him to come out and say, hopefully he's going to be all right moving forward, but there's a lot to talk about mm -hmm. from that Bills-Jets game. We're going to get to it, Ian. Uh, Vikings commanders, though, happen back stateside. It's Kirk Cousins coming on to face his former team that he played for. 2017, Kirk Cousins looked really good. He looked great in that chain after 2017, oh, yeah, the final. You like that? I like Kirk that. Kirk Cousins liked it. Packers at the Lions. Aaron Rodgers getting ready. Frustration, a lot going on in Green Bay. Dan Campbell fired up. Packers were going to lose this game 15-9. Let's see what Aaron Rodgers had to say about the loss coming off. This is five straight for Green Bay. Let's see what Aaron Rodgers had to say. When I decided to come back, it was all in, and, and I don't make decisions. And in hindsight, 2020, you know, have regrets about uh, big decisions like that. So I was all in, and this is uh, a lot of life lessons for sure this year. But luckily, it's not over. There's still a lot of games left. We'll be counted out, probably by many, and we'll see how we respond. More on Rodgers and the Packers later. Meantime, Zach Wilson threw three interceptions in his second year against the Patriots last week. Josh Allen said, I threw three interceptions against the Patriots in my second year. It turned out all right. The Jets win, improbably. The Jets win. We're doing snow angels. There's not even a scent of snow in the air. It's 70 degrees in New York. Who cares? The Jets have six wins. They can do whatever they want. 
20 to 17. Let's hear from what both Zach Wilson and an openly frustrated Josh Allen had to say after this incredible Jets win. It shows we obviously don't care what anybody else says, right? You know, we expected to win this game as a, as a team. You know, of course, we understand this is a good team. We understand what they're all about, but we understand what we're about as well. So the mindset is that we should be able to go in there and compete. And, and uh, we knew it was going to be close. Of course, we had to be able to finish in crunch time, and I think we did that. It's tough to win in this league. You're playing a good team, and your quarterback plays like Made some bad decisions tonight, really cost our team. Lots to learn from, a lot to grow from, but that's not, that's not the uh, standard we hold ourselves to. That's not the ball that we play. So a lot to look at, lots to learn from. An openly critical Josh Allen of himself, clearly not happy with that performance. Takeaways, though, from the Jets. The Jets is like, Zach Wilson said it, we expected to win. Everybody else didn't. But that was a huge win mm -hmm. over a division rival yesterday. Jay, what do you think? Yeah, for, for no doubt. And you heard them talk about it this week. They're coming off a loss to the New England Patriots, and they felt like they let one slip away. It wasn't like a demoralizing loss. It was mm -hmm. just like, we should have won this game. We were a few plays away from it. And when you watched them yesterday, they were in that game. They were fired up. And and Josh Allen said it. You can't win when your quarterback plays like that. The reason he played like that was the secondary of the New York Jets, yeah. a secondary that's revamped. Guys that were making plays for them yesterday weren't there. We talked about Sauce Gardner, the uh, high draft pick that they brought in from Cincinnati. You see DJ Reed on the other side, a guy that they paid coming over from Seattle. Jordan uh, Whitehead, a guy that comes over from Tampa Bay, won a Super Bowl there. Bring him in. He has an interception. Sauce has an interception. And they were bad decisions and bad throws by Josh Allen, but give these guys credit. They're out there, they're making plays, and it's hard. When you come together in the offseason, you have a lot of different parts that you're trying to gel together in the secondary, the last line of defense. It doesn't always happen right mm -hmm. away. So you have to give Robert Sala and the coaching staff credit, along with these guys, being able to come together, bond, and see the chemistry, and then making plays out there, going against one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. This is a game none of us expected, mm -hmm. Buffalo. And I remember we were watching the game yesterday, and you're like, upset alert. Like, yeah, I can see like the it. New York Jets right. mm -hmm. winning this game, and they figured out a way to do so. Yeah, I mean, think about, like what you said, it's not easy to bring a team like this together, right? Everybody's moving parts, different parts, and I think it's Robert Sala's credit to him, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He is somebody that's changed the locker room, changed the entire team. First of all, who would have thought that the New York teams in general, all three of yeah. them. Mm -hmm. What do you two, think? I know two of them in Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. It's but fine. the record, the Jets are 6-3. and three. I mean, who would have thought? Yeah. I think that's credit to him. The way he's motivated the locker room, he said in the past, we all keep receipts. Yeah. I know he's now stated, I'd rather not say that because you want to internalize everything you want to stay these keep these words for your team and mm -hmm. for yourself but I think credit to the New York Jets who would have thought at the beginning of the season yeah. when he said that honestly Marcus it felt like he was saying it in defense of his players if you were in that locker room would you have taken respect for your head coach saying that I mean, I remember Tom Coughlin, you always said, players win, coaches lose. And I think that's something that a good, a good coach mm. should always say and act like. It, it's the, it depends on what you say in front of the camera, to mm. the media, but how you treat the locker room. And certain things, you just give your players snippets. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know what? They all look at you and say, you know what? Our coaches are our back. And mm -hmm. I think you can see the guys bought it. It's a really rough loss by the Bills. Yeah. Josh was not himself in the second half, and he owned it immediately, and I like that. But this, this is not a Bills conversation. Like, this is about the Jets. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's cool that, you know, we're here in Germany, and these teams abroad have certain reputations. You know, like the Cowboys are about style and flash, and the Steelers are about history and winning. And the Jets are about same old Jets. The second they're good, they're terrible. I mean, you know, you played in New York. It's, it's, it's what Jet fans hate to hear the most, same old Jets. Same old, it's the lamest, low-hanging fruit. This was this supposed to be the same old Jets game in the yeah. sense that, all right, you lose to New England, and now Buffalo just comes in and just cleans your clock, and you lose 37 to 10, and it's back to the shallow end. It's not. Mm -hmm. this, is, this was supposed to be the go-away game. Cool start to the season. Great, you got a good coach. 
they didn't. And not only did they win at home, they won with this cool brand of like tough football. Mm -hmm. There was a point in the second half that the Jets ran eight straight running plays. Now, Zach Wilson wasn't great in this game, but I think he was gritty, and I think he earned some respect. Mm -hmm. I like that he didn't give a bleep, which is a uniquely American way of saying, I'm all in. And the Jets are all in. This is not, we're all waiting for the Jets team to go away. Yeah. Because you're the Jets, and that's what you do. They're not. And they just beat the Bills. I don't care who was injured on the Bills. I don't care what happened. Yeah. Zach Wilson put his shoulder down, and he said, not today. And I think that's pretty cool. And it's not the same old Jets. Those, eight, those eight run plays were a part of a 14-play. Awesome. 81-yard drive that took six minutes off the clock. Mm. I mean, that any other team that was asked to do that, like they could have panicked, they could have like you know freaked out, thrown sure. an interception, like I can't keep doing this, blah. But they didn't do that. So again, credit is where credit is due. But I will bring up the what is going on with Josh Allen conversation. Go on. Just uh, it, he. Is this just what you get when you have Josh Allen's style of play? He scores two running touchdowns, but then he throws two interceptions in this game. He didn't look himself really, his eccentric electric self against the Packers a couple weeks ago, and now we're yeah. seeing this. It's interesting, and, and this number keeps coming up to me, which is these one-score games that Josh Allen is playing into. He's 2-7 and seven now mm -hmm. in one-score games. What does that imply? What does that imply when you're playing from behind? The one-score games don't really bother me. I think it's the plays that you see. Mm. So you talked about the Green Bay game last week. They yeah. win that game, but he has two interceptions in that game where when you're watching it, you're just like, why? Yeah. And in the game yesterday, Today, the first interception he throws to Jordan Reed is just like, what is going on? Yes. He's not open, and yeah. the Sauce Garden one was probably worse. The division is playing beyond, I think, yeah. what we were expecting. But the fact that the Bills, for as good as they look, for the teams that they have beat, Kansas City being one of them, 0-2 in the division. Mm -hmm. Just just an amazing thing. And we're going to bring that back up again when we talk about another one of those teams. Without a, doubt, that, yep. without a doubt, that division is finding a way to get it done. Mm -hmm. The Cincinnati Bengals were struggling. They'd be taking on the Carolina Panthers yesterday. Let's see if they can figure things out and get back to what they do. Joe Mixon, five touchdowns. Bengals win 42-21. to 21. Bengals are alive. Remember that team was 0-2? They've gotten Every off the campus. It's awesome. I know. They really are fun. Brady, he's coming to Germany, and he waited until the final seconds to throw his first touchdown pass, and it was a game winner right after this. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game winner ever made. Remember you said you never see me do that. 
ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. <laughs> now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. The Seattle Seahawks would be taking on the Arizona Cardinals. And the Seahawks, exactly where we thought they'd be. Three straight wins, top of the NFC West. They extend that streak to four games. They went 31-21. to And they're flying to Munich, Jason. Guess who's waiting for them when they get here? That man! Tom, can you show us something? Coach Bowles, can you show us something? 16 to 13, the Bucks get that much-needed win after coming through customs here in Germany. But Tom Brady, my man, how did it feel, GOAT? That was awesome. That was f***ing awesome. Kate caught the, the game winner, so that's what it takes, man. It doesn't go perfect, and we certainly haven't played perfect by any stretch, but hopefully it gives us some confidence and we can win again next week and get to 5-5, five and five, which would be pretty you know, good for us to buy week and then kind of reevaluate everything. Tom Brady, you are coming to Munich. Our show, as we have mentioned, is live this week from Marian Plotz. We are here. McCourty, Marcus Kuhn, Kyle, myself. Sarah Walsh is here as well. She's covering the team that she usually has in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but she's also got the Seahawks covered as well. Sarah, please set the scene for us ahead of a showdown between these two first-place teams. It's beautiful out here in Munich. A wonderful day here. I can tell you I'm about a five-minute walk from you guys, so I will be infiltrating your show or just annoying you a little later in the day. But I am at Odeon's Plots. It is a 19th century square. There's a war memorial behind me. They have funeral processions here, parades, public events. Off to the right of me, there's these residences, and I'm told that's where all the Bavarian kings live. So we are among royalty here. And look, there's nobody more royal in the NFL than Tom Brady. Tom Brady and the Seahawks have both arrived at the top of their division and they have done it in different ways. The Seahawks, I'm not sure who expected them to be here except for Pete Carroll, Gino, and the rest of that group after they lost their franchise quarterback and then the Bucks on the opposite end of their spectrum. They lost their superstar quarterback for a couple days. They got him back out of retirement and then of course everyone expected that they were going to just romp right their way to the Super Bowl and that hasn't exactly happened the way they want, although right now they are atop their division. They are tied with the Falcons. They own the tiebreaker over the Falcons and then if you even look at the way these two teams won yesterday, it was sort of opposite sides of the spectrum. I mean, Gino threw a pick six in the third quarter and then had three long touchdown drives to bring that team back. And Pete Carroll called it a great bounce back. Kyle just lost his mind on those highlights there, but it was all in the last nine seconds of the game because it took until the final nine seconds for the Buccaneers to find the end zone. That's sort of been a pervading problem for them throughout this season. But Todd Bowles, I think, sums it up best for both teams when he said it's a lot better traveling overseas when you win. So they don't care probably how they got 
got that win, they'll take it. They need to start rolling. And there's sort of been this feeling all season long, if they could get going, this team could take off. And we certainly didn't see the offense take off yesterday for Tampa, but you saw the defense play the way that it is certainly capable of. They held the Rams to 138-yard passing to just, you know, 68 yards rushing. So this is something that this defense wants to do. They're capable of doing, but we just haven't seen it lately. Tom Brady will take it anyway. He can get it. He said, we needed it. We got it. They are coming to Germany in a much better mindset than we have seen them in the recent past. Kyle, Jamie, gang, Jason, Marcus, everybody, when can I join Sarah, the party? Sarah, you got it. Fantastic. Yeah. Stamp that passport with a smiley face for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Oh, we haven't seen much smiley faces from Tom Brady the last couple of weeks. It's been not pretty. Sarah, thank you so much. Come hang with us. Chat with us later on in the show. Marcus, Tom Brady, essentially the very broadscaping pop culture references is the Michael Jordan of yep. the NFL is coming to Germany. What do you think the country thinks about this? The country is You are speaking for the country, by the yeah, way, right now. I know. The country is super excited because German fans have probably been waiting for at least 15 years to finally have a game mm. here in Germany. Now it's finally time. And I think it also shows what it means for the NFL to send their biggest star to Germany. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, maybe not the best record right now, but so far he's won in America, obviously. He's won in Mexico. He's won in the UK. He can be the first quarterback to win in four countries. I think that gives him a little extra incitement. And he has three million social media followers from Germany. So we love Tom Brady. I think you'll perform also while he's here. Three million social media followers just from Germany. Is that a filter? Just in Germany. Like by country? That is awesome right there. But not only Tom Brady, the Seattle Seahawks are huge here in Germany. I think it's like their second favorite team and they love them. What is it about Seattle that Germans just happen to love this team? I always say, like, there's different moments where a new NFL fan falls in love with the game, right? And back then, when Germany showed their games on free TV, it was like the Seahawks were in two Super Bowls, Russell Wilson, yeah, an exciting young yeah, player, yeah. maybe a little undersized. Then you had the Legion of Boom, maybe you're more a defense-centric player, you like this. Yeah. You had, obviously, Marshawn Lynch with the Beast Quake. So there's so many points for a new fan to fall in love with the team. That's why a lot of Germans picked the Seahawks. And I think you have that matchup, Tom Brady with the Bucks. And the Seahawks in Germany. I, mean, I love that. What better yeah, than right. yeah. Man. This is Good Morning Football. We're live from Marion Plaza. Just a quick little history lesson as Sarah was so great in enlightening us with where she was. Um, this is a Chris, it's going to become a Christmas market. Apparently, it's the best in the world. The tree is already up. They're lighting it today. Oktoberfest, obviously, one of the most historic and amazing events to attend. It already happened, and then we're missing. We're, this is becoming NFL Fest. That's what happened. Ah. GMFB Fest. And we're going to put it right between Oktoberfest and the Christmas it's market. It's going to be missed Oktoberfest. We would have been kicked off the air. Yeah, like, that's I, true. I, I can't handle Talk that. about letting your hair down. Good morning. Morning footballs in Germany. Thank you for joining us. And we are talking the most entertaining game of the week. Dolphins at Bears? Yes, just bear with me. Jason McCourty, is Tua Tagovailoa going to mess around and win MVP this year? I'm, I'm not even kidding. Put him in the MVP conversations. Tua man getting it done. He is in there. Jalen Hurts is in there. Some guys are playing their way out of it. The Dolphins win when he plays 6-3, 35-32. Stacey Dales, who basically runs the city of Chicago, caught up with Tyreek, who had another massive day, and asked the Cheetah about becoming the fastest player ever to 1,000 receiving yards in a season. Well, man, you know what? I don't even know what to say on that, man. Like I say, I I just got to say, man, God is amazing, man. Like, I tell people all the time, man, keep faith and whatever goals you got, man, just believe in yourself and make sure you always put God first, man, because you never know when it's your time, man. And I feel like this is my time, you know, and I'm going to do everything I can to, to prove him right. How good is your quarterback, Tua? He's the best in the league, baby. He's the most accurate quarterback in the league. Know that. There it is again. It sounded kind of preposterous in August when we first said it, that Tua Tungvaluwa is the most accurate quarterback in the league. Well, now he's just proving us all wrong, and he's proving Tyreek Hill right. Tyreek Hill looked great. Mm-hmm. Stacey Dales had him grade his backflip at the beginning of that interview. Ooh. He's smiling. He's happy. He's playing fantastic. Marcus, what jumped out to you from that big win for the Dolphins? Well, we first thought 
Tyreek Hill is just moving to Florida to save some taxes, right? But yeah. he really yeah. seems to have a great connection <laughs> with Tua. And it's showed again this game. Like you said, first player to reach 1,000 yards, receiving yards this season. Last game was thrown to eight times, had seven, had seven uh, receptions, 143 mm -hmm. yards, a touchdown. I mean, unbelievable performance by him, over 1,100 yards this season. What a great performance again from yesterday and a big reason why actually they pulled off that win. Yeah, no doubt about it. Tyree Hill, when he got there this offseason, all we talked about was, this guy's crazy. He's leaving Patrick Mahomes, and it's just like, well, he's talking about Tua. That's his quarterback. He has to hype him up. He has to say the fun things about him. But they're proving it week in and week out. They know Tyree's getting the ball, and he's still running by people. He's making a ton of catches. He's also forcing penalties as well, which is huge for them. But I'm going to the guy who's throwing him the ball, Tua Tungavailoa. And Love you just him. said how exciting this game was. Who would have thought in the offseason? to say, hey, we're going to get a game with Tua and Justin Fields, and it's going to be electric, and they're just going to go back and forth, back and forth. But that's what it was. Tua only had nine incompletions, 21 of 30, over 300 yards again, back-to-back -back weeks, and three touchdowns. This guy's been unbelievable. You said it in the highlight. Put his name up there in the MVP conversation. I'm not saying he's number one right now, but he's working his way up there. He's in it. And this was an interesting game from the Chicago perspective in that they lost, but in so many ways, it, it feels like they won. It, there was a Justin Fields emergence yesterday in Soldier Field in a loss. Don't get me wrong, ma'am, you get it. But he's becoming a star. Yep. This is happening right now. This is three games in a row. They're averaging over 31 points. This is everything we have wanted to see from him. And by we, I just mean NFL fans. A great guy and a great story. I don't know what the Bears' deal is this year. And like, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. They're not going to win the NFC North. They're not going to do any of that. But yesterday, I felt like, ah, we lost the game. But oh my god, did you see Fields? He looked like the best player in the NFL yesterday. You have my, Mike McDaniel on the sideline being like, dude, chill. Please stop, stop running it. the ball. We can't. He literally is telling him to stop. And he's throwing, and he's passing. And let's just take a quick step back in his quarterback class. You have Zach Wilson, who's winning, but TBD. Trevor Lawrence, TBD. Trey Lance, massive TBD. This looks like a star right now. Yeah. Not one game, not one half, not one play. Three weeks in a row. Miami, you get your flowers, as they say, and you won. Even in a loss, it feels like, oh my God. Yeah. The Bears just traded their best player in Rogue yeah. One. They're kind of emptying things, but like, I'm already excited for the 2023 Bears because yeah. of what I saw yesterday. They figured yeah. out how to use them. Oh right. The Bears have no business playing this way right now. But Ryan right. Poles, something happened on Monday Night Football when they beat the Patriots. And Ryan Poles made an immense amount of business decisions and uh, unearthed this Justin Fields that we did not know was possible. But I always am appreciative, again, of a compelling storytelling graphic that we put up on the show. Okay. And, and it's not a schedule right now. It's the AFC oh, standing. I know. It's not a schedule. But to consider the schedule, the fact that this is what you're looking at after the Dolphins are a, one of the other two teams that had beat the Bills in the division. The Jets did it yesterday. They're both going to have to play the Bills again twice. Guys, what is happening with this within this division? Are the Bills going to be a wild card team? Mm. Like, that is a preposterous statement when you yeah. consider how good the Bills were going to be coming into this season. Props to the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Patriots, like, are no slouch in fourth place The Bills there. haven't won a division game yet. It's so Insane. weird to say. What jumps out from it is the Jets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, it's but, the fact yeah. that they just won that much. But you have to say, like, the Patriots are in last place in the AFC East, and that's another reason, actually, yeah. why German fans love the NFL. Because in soccer, Bayern Munich is the home team here. Yeah. Always number one. They win the championship all the time. But you know what? Look at this AFC ranking right mm -hmm. now. It hasn't been looking like this for a long yeah. time. Right? It can happen every year, and I think that's so great. It's oh, thrilling. Yeah. And an absolute Come on, thrilling Get it finish. together. I know. Come on, McCorvey. Let's man. go. Hey, we're live here in Munich all week long. It's just Monday, so coming up here on Good Morning Football. Aaron Rodgers, we got to get to him. That was a joyful first hour, but we got to talk about Rodgers. Has he lost a step? Are, are the Packers going to be able to pull it together? He thinks so, but do we think so? Live from Munich.
Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's happening with the Green Bay Packers? Five straight, it's not pretty. I know they lost Devontae Adams, but like it's not how they should be playing. It's like, it feels like end of times. Mm-hmm. I'm watching Packers-Lions yesterday, and I'm like, is this like the end of the Aaron Rodgers era? Is that what he's playing for here in the fourth quarter as he's down? They were in striking distance. I'm like, I feel like if you can pull this out, they get a win, they kind of stay breathing, and, and then I just feel like it ended. I think he's hurt. I think his hand is bothering him. I think he knows he has no one he can count on. And I feel like he's just really, really pressing and making crazy, reckless decisions. He's asked after the game, like, you know, what happened to that interception where you were throwing to David Bakhtiari? He's like, I threw it six yards short. Like, that's on me. Like, he doesn't do that. We've watched, we have 20 years of tape on Rodgers, and they come out of a timeout on a fourth and goal, and their best solution is a left tackle throwback pass. Like, it was awful. It was an awful, awful play. And now, like, we still have half the season left to go. So this was the classic get-right game. They're not going to lose to the Lions. Yeah. They would lose to anybody right now. You know, Jay, you and I watched the game yesterday, and, like, candidly, we're just like, God, they're terrible. They're, yeah. so, they're so bad. And I always just keep waiting him to, to Rodgers his way out of it. Yeah. Like, he can play with the four of us and, like, find a way to win. He can't. And um, it's kind of just over. And we're two losses, maybe one loss, away from seeing, like, 
what's Jordan Love got? Like, the season's over. Maybe we should see what he has moving towards the future. So it's just, it's unrecognizable. And um, it's, it's end of times. It feels like the end. Yeah. And I, yeah. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers brought it up, right? Maybe it's time to give some other guys some rep. Maybe he spoke a little bit too early. And mm. you now we're looking like, who's his backup? Maybe he should get some, you know, who, who, maybe he should get some reps as well. But I think another point is Aaron Rodgers knows maybe that this is, could be slowly his career could be coming to an end. And then maybe there's too many off-field distractions, maybe too many podcast appearances, mm. maybe too much talking, what am I doing, my extracurricular activities in the off-season. Maybe go back to who you really are, focus. I know you've been doing this for a long time, but you are Aaron Rodgers. And I think you can turn it around. And the season is still long. And now we even have an extra game, so he even has a little extra time. Yeah. So let's see if the if the Packers can turn us around because I mean this is not normal for us to see. What yeah. do you make of that play call coming out of a timeout to your offensive lineman? Like that's what you go with on the goal line. What do you think about that? I think there's a reason we saw him smacking this phone too. Yeah. He's probably talking to his offense coordinator and saying, "Why are we in this situation right now? And you're making me. I like Bakhtiari. He's one of my best friends sure. on the team. But why are you making me throw in this critical situation a pass to him? And maybe he took one for the team, saying, "I should have thrown a little bit further." Mm. Yeah. But I think there's better place to call in this kind of situation. In this type of a game. You, you think watching from afar that like the focus is lost, or when you do all the media that he does and the shows, like, what's your thoughts on that? I think it's just overall like this season, the football season is extremely tough. I mean, I when I yeah. first came here, pretty much from Germany, I was completely overwhelmed every single day in my five years in the my four years in the league. And now seeing Aaron Rodgers, he's been there so many times, but you can never get in that routine. You have to stay in your grind. And sometimes things happen automatic, and certain things creep in. And then you see Aaron Rodgers, maybe he has such a big figurehead in the locker room too. So if he steps away a little bit, it trickles down slowly. Maybe mm. others team has to do it as well. So I think this could be a little bit of a problem. And yeah, the Packers shouldn't be like this, especially since they have a very young head coach. The older quarterback has to be even more of a leader. Mm. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and you said it, and you said, hey, maybe they turn it around. You're like, end of time. I'm with you. I, I don't know. If, I'm not going to say Rogers' career. This is it. He's going downhill. But for the Green Bay Packers this season, I don't see them turning around. Rogers is hurt right now. When you're watching him this past Sunday and the throws that he's not able to complete. The interceptions, Kirby Joseph had two interceptions. The second one, the pass is just underthrown. He has one that's deep in the end zone that's going to be a touchdown. Kirby Joseph gets a hand on it. It's underthrown. The pass to Bakhtiari. Yes, you can say the play call. You can say this. You can say that. It's fourth and goal. The defense is going to be keyed in on certain guys on the offense. You throw it back to the offensive tackle, you're assuming nobody's going to have him covered. He's open. I'm assuming if they're calling that to Bakhtiari, it's because he can catch a pass. Roger said it. He threw the ball six yards too short. So I don't know what it is. Some of it could be, hey, when you're going into this season and you're complaining about the guys you're throwing the ball to, mm -hmm. we don't have the right guys. You're frustrated every single day. That messes with you mentally. It, it hurts you going into each and every game, week by week, when you're like, hey, I don't have my guys out here. Who am I going to throw to in this crucial situation? And now mentally you're going in, you're negative already. And what we're seeing from Rodgers and this team in general is just not good enough to win. Even as he plays better, I don't see Green Bay really affecting a playoff picture or anything of that nature this well, year. One of the old adages of, of sport, if you're playing on a team, is like you think a coach is like really getting after you and they're on their case. You're like, God, I wish they'd stop yelling at me. And then you kind of come to realize like it's when they stop yelling at you is when they stop caring yeah. about you. Yeah. And I'm a little bit worried that this is where we're teetering with Aaron Rodgers right now because there were a couple throws that he made late in the game where I felt like he was throwing the ball out of spite to the spot where the guy should have been. Just like, this is this is where you're supposed to be. I don't know what LaFleur is thinking. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is thinking or doing, but in that moment, I was concerned that there was a, a switch that went off in his head that just was like, 
This is me giving up, and I'm just at this yeah. point going to show people where you are letting the <laughs> offense down. And you're onto something. It's a 15 to nine game, and yet I found it riveting. Like I found it. It's yeah. so yeah. compelling. The theater and the reactions. It, there should be a constant bubble in the corner of the screen that just shows Rodgers yeah. after every play. And now we need a second bubble because Lafleur is starting to lose yes. it. So it, it, the games are terrible and the Packers are terrible, but yeah. I can't stop watching them. November 13th, mm -hmm. the NFL makes its debut in Germany live on NFL Network. It's Tom Brady and the Buccaneers taking on DK Metcalf, Geno Smith, and the Seahawks. Wake up and watch this game with the world. It's Sunday Morning Football live from Munich at Allianz Stadium, November 13th, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, right here only on NFL Network, and you can stream it on NFL Plus. We're going to have a lot of chit-chat about that game leading up to it. The teams arrive later in the week. Plus, we got a week of fun planned here in Munich. You know how we get down. We'll be looking ahead to the first-ever NFL game in Germany throughout the morning. We will chat with our friend Sarah Walsh. She has an update on the Bucks, on the Seahawks. Everybody's partying in Germany. Please join us. Don't touch that dial. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hi, I'm Gabby Reese. Join me and my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, on our journey with Laird Superfood. From our kitchen to yours, we've crafted delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and so much more using high-quality functional ingredients. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 for 20% off your first order.